Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Dr. Script Show. We're talking about your favorite movies. What was good, what was bad, and how we can improve on things. We don't just talk about the problems, we give solutions to the problems. And today, joining me on this very festive, festive, oh my god, this very great holiday <laughs> episode, Dr. Sam. Taylor. You're not a mean one. You do not have termites in your smile. Oh, thank you God. You do not live on the top of Mount Crumpet. It is quite a delight to be here this day. Yes, and we are talking about The Grinch 2018. Oh, it finally boy. is going full circle. We are finishing The Grinchathon that we started <laughs> probably close to two years now. Just or, about well, a year and a half ish. Man, I, again, we've said this multiple <laughs> times. When we first started this podcast, I did not think we'd be this into the Grinch. <laughs> uh, you know, I, well, I think it's been a solid, like, year since we did anything Grinch-related. Yeah. In our first six months, I think we covered four-ish Grinch topics, mm-hmm. and now we can complete the cycle. Yeah, until they make another Grinch movie in Ooh. two or three years. And whatever the sequel is, the, uh, the, the, the Grinch's Valentine Spectacular. <laughs> Wow, there's there's something. There's, uh, there was no love interest in this movie, so they've got to come up with something. That's true. That's true. And maybe it's uh, they do a crossover episode with the Cat in the Hat. No, no more crossovers. <laughs> we, uh, we just after the Grinch v. Cat in the Hat, we got we got to ban that. That's fair. That's fair. Sam, what did you think of 2018 Grinch? Well, the Grinch. I uh, gotta say. I didn't hate it that much. Oh, it's fine. Yeah. It's I, fine. It's like, uh, I I think this is the most tame version of the Grinch we have seen, mm-hmm. um, for better or for worse, depending on that. Um, it's, it's fine. It's, it's nothing bad. It's nothing like the uh, 2000 video game, The Grinch, oh, or anything the, like yeah, that. That's our next property <laughs> that we will be talking about. Uh, I mean, it's, it's much less divisive, I'm sure, than the 2000 Grinch, where... The Who's are kind of shitty, too, and the Grinch is shitty, and everyone's kind of shitty, except for Cindy Lou Who. Uh, and this one, it's just... It's just fine. It's just pleasant. Uh, I kind of... Weirdly, I like the story behind this one more, because hmm. a lot of the focus in this movie is on, like... You know, it's mostly jokes and gags, but it's about him preparing for How to Steal Christmas. Yeah. Which makes a lot more sense that it would take him more than just a single song to, like, <laughs> plan to steal Christmas. That's fair. The, it, I guess they should have done it more like a heist movie. Yeah. In a way. But, you know. Yeah. Heist would, I mean, it was heisty because there was, like, you know, the planning. They had to do some recon. He built a bunch of cool gadgets for, for, for the taking place. But, you know, if it was, like, more, like, in the shadows and, like, he sneaks into the homes and stuff, it uh, it might have been interesting for that, for that climactic part. Yeah. I think the thing with this movie is it has a lot of scenes where, like, if we cut that out, we're not missing anything. Like, no. I'm sorry, Fred the reindeer oh, Fred or whatever. The- like, he doesn't help out in the heist or whatever. He comes back just to be like, oh, I have a family. Well, it also, it's like, it takes down the Grinch's character a little bit that he was so nice. Mm-hmm. Like, especially to Fred the reindeer, who is a weird addition to the story. <laughs> Well, the thing with the Grinch in this, too, is all of his, like, in the opening scene specifically, all the jerky stuff he does, like, oh, I have a carrot, and I'm going to push it on a, a kid's snowman that where the snow head is going to fall off, or, oh, this jar of who jam, I'm putting it on the top so this lady can't hear it, and then going to knock it off. It just sort of all seems very below the Grinch, you yeah, know? Yeah, it's, it's more petty stuff than, yeah. like, actual... Grinchy things. He feels like an edge lord, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he's someone who, like, if you confronted him, like, he's he's like got a manifesto, but he's not gonna like do anything. He's just like, well, you guys are jerks. Yeah. And like, okay, you're talking a big game, sir. Until like he does steal Christmas. Right, but like it's like I feel like he's into stealing Christmas, but he's not like as into it as Jim Carrey or. Uh, the original animated one, yeah, Boros yeah. Karloff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. He's also not pushed to it as strongly as he has been in the yeah. other versions, which I kind of like a little bit better, but also I don't like because then there's less motivation for why he steals Christmas. And it's just, that's what the story is. Because at least in the Jim Carrey one, it's like, 
oh, he was accepted, but then rejected once again and ridiculed. And it's like, oh, that makes a lot of psychological sense. Yeah. In this one, he accidentally lights a Christmas tree and then is sad about it. Yeah. Huh? I... I mm. That, that's probably the biggest thing I have with this movie. Again, it was fine. It's yeah. fine. I'm glad I watched it. It's harmless. Um, and that's my thoughts on it, I guess. Well, that's it for the Doctor <laughs> Strange show, right? <laughs> oh, wait. Um, the Grinch is 53? Yeah. <laughs> is that a canon thing, like, in the book or anything? I, I don't know? think so. I, the Grinch is never like, hmm, my 53 years. Uh, maybe it is. I vaguely remember that. We, we gotta look it up while we go, but I, yeah, I, I, when he said, in all my 53 years, I was like, oh, you are older than I was expecting. I was expecting like a, like a, a late 20s, early 30s, kind of like, you know. Yeah, I would say 32 is the vibe I was yeah. getting from him. Uh, cool, like 21 years older, younger. How, um, typing into Google, how old <laughs> is the Grinch? 53 years Grinch facts. Everything there is to know about the Grinch. Um, <laughs> Gotta plug these guys. No other evidence except for that, which is weird. Because that's not even, like, when the original Grinch came out, right? Like, 50... Because it came out in 66. Uh, the special came out in 66. Oh, wait. This, if it's oh, wait. according to the special, he'd be 53 years. Because that came out in 66, and this is 2018 was when oh, it came out. Sorry, welcome to the Dr. Math show. <laughs> oh, it is? Okay, so that is... It would have been close to 53 years if it was if you're basing it from the okay. animated special to the animated movie. Uh, if it's the book, it's a little bit longer. That's definitely where it is. Okay. Um, okay, well, let's just jump into the summary of this movie. We open this movie with a good little sky view of Whoville. We go in, see different people, different stores happening. There's a huge giraffe who thing going around and we get this narration by Farrell talking about if you felt happy then you'll <laughs> love the Grinch's narrator Pharrell Williams yeah and so he's just saying oh the Whosville this is the best time of the year everyone's super happy except for this one green furry creature the Grinch and we go into the Grinch's Mount Crumpet uh, cave where he's awoken to Christmas music and he's not very happy about it, so he keeps throwing stuff at the alarm clock that has all these Christmas songs on it, eventually leading down at the really dark part of the cave, and it's still singing How I All I Want for Christmas is You. Grinch is not happy. So he calls upon his family member. <laughs> uh, it's not really like... It's his half-brother, man. Yeah. <laughs> Calls on his trusty dog Max, who I think is most people's favorite part of the Grinch show, movies or specials, and uh, he's like, "Let's get ready for the day." And then we hear a weird hip hop rap remix of "You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch." Uh, I, this may be a hot take. I sort of liked it. I uh, digged it. I effectively didn't like it, so it's okay. Okay, we're we're allowed to have different thoughts on this. I I get the argument of like, all right, you're just trying to appeal to the cool hip. Yeah. Like, uh, this is like if the Grinch did a rap, it's like, come on, guys. Also, but it was weird because like he that comes at the beginning of the movie when usually that's that's the transformation song. That's like when he's preparing to steal Christmas. So then I'm thinking to myself, oh, what song's gonna play now later on in the movie? That's fair. That is fair. Uh, and it was, I was good, you know, seeing him start his day and do all his stuff. Uh, and then after, you know, he's all, you know, I'm Grinch and I'm gross. He sits down at the breakfast table. It's like, Max, what's for breakfast? And it's like a bean. <laughs> it's like, Max, what's, what's wrong? Why don't we have any food? I, I could have sworn I bought a bunch of food yesterday. And then we do this weird uh, cutaway gag to just watching the Grinch eat his feelings. Yeah. So he eats, like, plates and plates of spaghetti and meatballs, sugary cereal, and... A big cake, and then we cut back to the Grinch, and he's like, hmm, I probably shouldn't have done all that emotional eating last week. Yeah, the Grinch is just like a depressed millennial right now. <laughs> That's why he shouldn't be 53. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then he's like, uh, I, we don't have any food supplies. I, I guess we're going to have to go down to Whoville. And so Grinch reluctantly decides to take Max down to Whoville and get some more groceries. 
And as he's going down, we go meet our other main protagonist-ish, Cindy Lou Who, who... Oh, actually, no, sorry. Cindy Lou Who's mother, who is late to... Late for the bus, and oh man, she just barely makes it. And the bus driver's like, "Oh, you know, you left your stuff," and up oh, too late. Sydney Lou Who's mom is just passed out, out for the count. And so the mom gets back home, and Cindy Lou sees that his her mom is just tired, exhausted, overworked, and she decides she's going to write a letter to Santa Claus. Which spoiler alert: in the letter says that she wants her mom to take a break. Basically, like, oh, she works so hard. Like, we just. Give her a day off, I guess. Why does Santa have any access over her job requirements? Yeah, and another thing with uh, Sydney Lou Who, I, I appreciate that she's doing all this work to try and get her mom a day off, but, you know, just take care of the brothers for a day. Yeah, what if you did all the work, Sydney Lou? Maybe the little motherfuckers. Yeah, like literally the whole scene when she's trying to get down to give the letter to the mailman. Uh, the mom's running around trying to feed the two kids, like, frantically, almost burns toast to a crisp. Yeah. And she's then Sydney Lou's like, all right, bye. And she's rushing down the mountain. At the same time, the Grinch is uh, uh, cornered by a bunch of different people where he... Go, he <laughs> I like this a lot. This yeah. is funny. Okay. He, uh, <laughs> he's, like, walking along trying to ignore everyone, and then a bun- he runs to a bunch of carolers, and the carolers turn their sights on the Grinch, and they start singing towards him. And he just kind of walks away, and he's able to evade them. And he walks down a hallway, and then they all pop out from the windows <laughs> and start singing at him again. There? And he runs away, and they keep chasing him, and they chase him. And they, it's like, then they start doing, like, a West Side story, and they <laughs> snap him, like, up the stairs to, like, get to him. And it's all, like, uh, remember that Christmas Day is Jesus Day, basically. Yeah, Jesus is canon to that Grinch universe. Yeah, it's a bit, I mean, yes, that's what Christmas Inspired, like came from, but it's just weird. But there's also a song, in, like a line of that song that's like, and we must drive Satan out of our lives. And like, <laughs> there is actual theology in this world, and I don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> uh, the song's all sung by Pentatonix, the uh, only popular uh, acapella group in mm, the world. Interesting. Uh, I did not know that. Fun fact. As he gets chased into the grocery store where he does the things that we talked about earlier, he puts stuff on a high shelf, he just eats stuff. In the stores, it's a real, real miser. Real edgelord, literally. Like, he could have a YouTube prank channel. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And then people would be like, he's abusing his dog. Cancel him. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, God. He definitely would be someone that goes into the uh, ice cream spots and licks the ice cream, Mm -hmm. you know? Do you remember when that was a challenge? What? Oh, people would open up ice cream and lick it and then put it back in. Ooh. Yeah. It's not even a challenge. You yeah, it's just gross. You notice or care. <laughs> like, that's not funny. And then uh, the ga- the milk gallon challenge. Oh, yeah. Well, that was just, like, drinking it or just, like, pouring it all on your head. No, it's like you try and make it look like you slip and fall down. Oh. And honestly, that's probably how... Happens. Yeah, it's weird. That's probably how the Grinch gets all of his money to sustain this big-ass castle and eat all of his food. It's just suing different uh, grocery stores. So anyway, yeah, Grinch gets all of his stuff that he needs, a bunch of cans, and he is walking down and then abruptly gets hit by Sidney Lou Who, who's trying to sled down or uh, slay down? Whimsically go down the mountain in like a sled or like a trash can lid or something. Yeah. And they crash into each other. And she's like, I have to get to the post office and get this to Santa. And then the Grinch is like, oh, you you want to get this to Santa? Well, fuck your Santa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's basically like, oh, you just want your list of demands to Santa. And she's like, no, no, no. And the Grinch is sort of just like, eh, I don't care. <laughs> Walks yeah. off. Sidney Lou finds her note and I guess delivers it. We don't really see that. And the, as the Grinch is going back up to... Uh, Mount Krampus or uh, Mount Crumpet, Krampus, Crumpet. Come on. <laughs> I mean, Krampus works better. Yeah. Uh, he bumps into this very friendly who, uh, played by uh, Kenan Thompson. Kenan Thompson. Yeah. And Kenan Thompson's just like, I love Christmas. You you love it too, Mr. Grinch. And the Grinch is like, I really don't. I want to know the backstory of why Kenan Thompson thinks he's friends with the Grinch. Yeah. Like, what happened in life that they that he's like, no, we're, we're tight. <laughs> I wouldn't mind that flashback. That would have been interesting. Uh, it's but, only an hour and eighty, or an hour and twenty-five minutes. You could have spared five minutes for that. Yeah, 
Uh, we, um, but Kenan Thompson tells the Grinch that, hey, yeah, the mayor wants this Christmas to be three times bigger than ever. And the Grinch is like, hardy har, you, you're a real funny guy there. He also delivers this message via flyer, which means that there's some government employee hanging up flyers that's like, Christmas is going to be three times bigger, everyone. <laughs> and that's a thing that they had to pay for and make an effort to do. Uh, and, yeah, and he's like, whatever, asshole, and then goes back up to Mount Crumpet. Yeah. And so now the Grinch is sort of just hanging out for a bit, and then eventually he finds Keenan Thompson again. Uh, him and other Who's have found the biggest Christmas tree ever, and they're bringing it up to the city, and the Grinch is just like, wait, what? This is actually happening? No. And so him and Max decide to try and thwart the Christmas showing of it all, I guess. So they're starting to plan that. Sydney Lou who bumps into or like finds her best friend. Yeah. Uh Redhead? Redhead. Red? Okay. Yeah, she bumps into him and she's like, hey, so it's gonna take a long time for my letter to get to Santa. So instead we're gonna trap him on Christmas. Yeah, and so Red is just like, okay, we can we can do that. And so Sydney Lou and her family get their ornament that they've made and bring it down to the big showing of the city's big Christmas tree. Um, and so the Grinch is like trying to snipe or what is he doing again? Like he has goggles and he's like seeing, he's trying to snipe No, the Grinch has a catapult. Yeah, a catapult. He's trying to launch a gigantic snowball that's going to crush the Christmas tree. And, uh, and as he, like, sets it up, the catapult loosens from its spot and is about to take the Grinch off the mountain, but he's able to, like, switch places with the catapult. And But as the catapult, like, drops the snowball and doesn't get to fling it, he tries to climb up the catapult, not fall off the edge of his mountain. And fall off the edge, he is quite the edge. <laughs> uh, and by accident, the catapult flings him into the Christmas tree, and by a series of wacky coincidences, he's the one that lights the big Christmas tree. Oh, God. And he's standing in the crowd uh, and just looking at the Christmas tree. And somehow this triggers... Like an anxiety attack, basically. And it flashes back to him as an orphan, being the only kid in the orphanage with no Christmas tree, no good times. And he, as Baby Grinch looks out the window, he sees everyone else laughing, having a good time. I guess Baby Grinch 50 years ago <laughs> is just seeing all the good stuff that pe- other people get to have, and he is like, no, no, no. <laughs> and he goes back up to Mount Crumpet and sadly plays the organ, and he's like, this cannot happen. Yeah, oh, man, the organ. And it's sort of like the uh, All By Myself he's yeah. playing, <laughs> yeah. And so <laughs> he's enjoying that, I guess, and Max is, like, trying to play the drums, and it's just like he's not a very good drummer, so the Grinch tells him to get out. And so Max goes back to his little bedroom, and he's, like, you know, displeased. And then the Grinch comes up in his uh, <laughs> Dr. Evil chairness and says, like, I'm sorry, Max, what do you want to do? And they play chess, and the Grinch loses to Max Back playing to chess. And, but he cheats and wins still, whatever. And... Mm. He's, like, back at the organ and, like, I, I legitimately cannot tell you what triggers this. But he just hits a key note, like, on the organ, like, three times. And suddenly Pharrell tells us. And then the Grinch had a, a crazy idea. And then Grinch is like, I'm going to steal Christmas. And he gets, like... And it's, like, this really cool, like, evil shot outside the window, like, lightning and stuff. And then we cut to the next day with Max going up his elevator, and he sees face-to-face with Grinch Butt. So, you know... Grinch Butt saying, get it, or, like, work it, something like like that. You know, we just had this menacing Grinch, and ten seconds later, he's, uh, he's doing some aerobics. And he's like, you know, the best way to steal Christmas starts with the abs. (laughs) And so then this is sort of where we get... A little montage about his plan, right? And he figures out that he needs a reindeer. Yeah, he's like, I need to become Santa Claus in order to steal Christmas on Christmas Day. So to do that, I need a reindeer. And so he decides to go on this adventure to try and find a reindeer. Uh, He bumps into a goat that just yells at him. That's the joke. Well, does the, you know, the meme goat yell? You know, you know, like on YouTube, that made the goat yell. Oh, boo. Okay, yeah. 
for a reindeer, and the goat shows up and screams, and then he finds, like, a field full of, like, big, muscular, good reindeer that can pull his sleigh. And he's like, finally! And the goat walks up and goes, (laughs) and all the reindeer run away. Except for our one trusty reindeer, Fred, who eventually gets caught by the Grinch and just willingly sort of goes with the Grinch to his house. Mm -hmm. They all say, like, oh, okay, we're going to start stealing more stuff. And yeah. is this? Do they go to bed before or after they steal the sleigh from Keenan uh, Thompson? Yeah, they steal the sleigh from Keenan Thompson. And there's uh, a bunch of wacky scenes with a cat trying to attack the Grinch. Yeah, and he looks in the window and sees, you know, a lot of people are having fun pre-Christmas. Yeah, getting ready for good times. Uh, I think then Max goes. Max goes on like a reconnaissance mission, like where he goes into town to see what decorations get hung up. Yeah. Town. And, and he's like on a. Amazon droid yeah, going around with a POV camera. Uh, and he comes back and then, yeah, where we're going is like a series of gags that take up about 30-ish minutes of the movie. Yeah, basically. And in between there, Cindy Lou recruits more people to steal, or not steal, <laughs> to steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> no, <I> wish. <laughs> she's trying to capture Santa, and so she gets more of a crew to come along and do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're planning it out very strategically. That's Basically it. And then uh, the Grinch is like, all right, we should do a test run of the sleigh. So he straps Fred into his sleigh, and they go, and they mush, and it's actually going pretty well. And they slide across a pond, but they, you know, get back into their place. And he's like, good job, Fred. Nothing can stop us now. And then Fred stops. (laughs) And he's looking forward, and the Grinch is like, Fred, why did you stop? And there's a lady reindeer and a baby reindeer that approach Fred. Oh. And they have, like, a look of familiarity on, on their face, like, where they know each other. In that moment, Grinch is like, oh, he has a family. I guess I have to let him go. Mm-hmm. So he lets Fred go. And it's like... I have to, this is weird, though. Yeah. Because the Grinch is not supposed to be this nice yet. No, like, not at all. He's supposed to, like, understand that nice... I mean, you know, I'm not saying who the Grinch <laughs> is supposed to be, but... As far as I know, it's mostly supposed to be that he's understands what nice things are, but doesn't know that he can do them. So just to out of the blue let Fred go seemed a little weird. Well, he, the the Grinch in general, this movie is just way too nice yeah. altogether. Like, you know, Max in the other two iterations, it's like it is like an abusive relationship. You know, especially like, in the Halloween special. Yeah. Max, oh. It's an internal song. Yeah. Like it's bad like they're not friends and uh the Grinch is just too nice also like I don't know in today's environment if you know if the Grinch you know could get away with all that stuff that it's like implied I guess you never really see it but he's just like it's not a equal relationship in the other two and this one they're definitely like friends or like even family pretty much yeah they're they're trying to make it seem like that and there was an earlier scene that I think you brought up earlier that's like all of them kind of, like, snuggle in bed together, yeah. like Grinch and Max and Fred. And it's supposed, I guess it's supposed to show that the Grinch has the capacity for nice things, mm-hmm. but he just isn't fully doing it. Yeah. And, yeah, it's, it's a thing that is not the worst problem with this movie. It's just, it just gets in the way of the actual story having a moral to it if right. he's already a good guy. Yeah. But, yeah, he lets Fred go. And later on at Mount Crumpet, uh, the Grinch, again, in a similarly like, nice way, instead of feeling like he's tricking Max, he's like, Max, you're getting a big promotion. You're going to be head reindeer. And Max is totally into it. He's jazzed about it. He's so happy to help the Grinch. Yeah, and if you look at the, in the original animated one, like, Max is, like, terrified to actually, like, be this reindeer. And he's getting whipped. <laughs> he yeah. gets whipped. I forgot about that. Um, <laughs> he doesn't get whipped in this one. No. I mean, again, I can't imagine that going very well yeah. in today's climate. But, yes, yeah, so Max and the Grinch set on their way to steal all the uh, items from Whoville. And um, he steals it, you know? It, we definitely see how the Grinch stole Christmas in this, and now we're seeing him steal Christmas. Um, and, yeah, he also, does it. For a movie that actually isn't even called How the Grinch Stole Christmas, they go into really good detail for how he actually steals Christmas. Yeah. This one's just called The Grinch. I feel like that'd be a better title for The Grinch 2000, because that's, like, you know, mostly just about his backstory. Yeah, yeah that's fair. 
Um, so Grinch, Grinch, gonna, Grinch gonna Grinch and steal everything. Uh, he eventually gets to Sydney Lou's house where she has rigged everything to uh, trap Santa. Uh, and it works. So Sydney Lou runs downstairs to see Grinch all like tangled up in different ropes. Mm-hmm. She lets him go and just talks to the Grinch. Uh, she's like, why are you stealing my tree? And the Grinch is just like, oh, it's got a broken light bulb. She's like, I didn't know you did that. And he's like, well, I'm just a good old guy. And so the Grinch is like, I'll come back later with all your presents and stuff. And then Sydney Lou's like, I don't want presents. I just, I want my mom to have a day off or have a boyfriend or something like that. It's not yeah. like, it's basically implied that she wants her mom to have a day off. But again, Sydney Lou, just take the kids yeah, for can, a day. You can do that work, Sydney Lou. Yeah. But uh, and they have like a little bit longer of a conversation, like, and it actually is does a good job of establishing a kind of relationship between the two of them yeah. first. Uh, and the Grinch is like, "I'll do it," and then he gets out and talks to Max, and he's like, "I just met the strangest young girl." <laughs> uh, but he has no time for that. He goes back up to the top of Mount Crumpet, and he's about to go and destroy the all the presents and everything and Sydney Lou goes out sees all the presents are gone and they're all like very like sad that this happens they don't understand what happened to Christmas and the mom Sydney Lou's mom says like oh well Christmas isn't about the presents it's about family and being together and all that Christmas joy yeah so they gather in town square and they start singing you know you, you know the song yeah and, yeah then they do that and then the Grinch just looks out over the mountain and is like, I don't understand, they don't have their presence, what's... And then he closes his eyes and the camera spins around the Grinch and he finally opens his heart to Christmas. And so, yeah, his <laughs> heart gets big. <laughs> we, we've done this about four yeah. times already. Where the, this part is just, yeah, he, uh, he... He lets the Christmas spirit wash over him. He's good, his... Heart grows three sizes that day, uh, the, the but the sleigh that he with all the presents is on the edge and it starts breaking and it's about to fall off and the Grinch grabs the things and he grapple hooks up but he can't hold on strong enough and he's like no I must bring the presents back and Max is like what am I gonna do but just out of nowhere Fred the reindeer shows Fred up Fred the reindeer woo you weren't, pointless. you weren't pointless <laughs> he pulls the sleigh up. And you remember that classic Grinch character, yeah. Fred the Reindeer. He helps. I can't wait to get the Funko of him. <laughs> there might be. There probably is. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but they pull the sleigh up, and he's like, Fred, you came back. You're so good. Max, we must return the presents. And he rides the sleigh all the way down to Whoville and brings the presents back and everything. And he, in a very admirable way, like, hi, guys. I stole Christmas. I'm really sorry. Bye. Yeah, and then he just walks off with Max, and so now Max and the Grinch are sort of just hanging out in their cave, and Sydney Lou comes up and knocks on the door and invites the Grinch to her family's uh, Christmas gathering, Christmas party, I guess. And so the Grinch, like, you know, reluctantly decides to come down, and he's at this Christmas party, and he feels, like, very awkward, like he doesn't know how to interact with people, which, like... That's fair. You just stole all these guys' shit. Like, <laughs> you, you can you understand know. that maybe you, they might be upset, but he rings the doorbell. Cindy Lou's mom opens the door and is like, Mr. Grinch, we're so happy to see you. And he comes inside, and he says hello to people. They say hello to him. And Kenan Thompson comes up and gives him a big hug, and he's like, you know, it's not a hug unless you give it back. <laughs> and then the Grinch gives him a hug. They all, uh, he helps set the table, and... Uh, Mrs. Lou Who, whatever her last name is, it's like, Mr. Grinch, would you like to do the honors of carving the roast beast? And he's like, I would love to, and cuts the roast beef, and we come, we pull back out, Pharrell says, Merry Christmas to all, and to all good night. Boom. That's 2018 Grinch for you, boys and gals. We did it. We did another, we finished the Grinch again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think... At least going back through it, I as much work was put into the 2000 Grinch, I do think I like this one better. Interesting. Because okay. the 2001 is just, it feels so mean on so many levels. I think we talked about that last time. I'm sure we did. That, like, by the end, everyone deserves forgiveness, but, like, 
everybody sucks. Everybody's bad. And I want them to, I don't want them to get Christmas for a year. I want everyone to not have Christmas for a year and understand what it's like to be like, okay, we're all bad. We need to be punished for a little bit and then come back to it. And this one, everyone's pretty good natured, like yeah. for the most part. And especially towards the end where you see just a, like regular kindness. Like, people just say hi to the Grinch. They, he gets invited to a Christmas party, and it's not like the big one where it's like, a big banquet hall where we do all this, you know, like, it's trying to tell you that love and support is, like, kind of the only thing you need for Christmas and not gifts and stuff. Right. And I feel like this movie does that the best because it's a huge heist movie that boils down to all it takes is one person just knocking on his door and inviting him to a Christmas party, and it's not a big banquet, it's just a small party with Cindy Lou Who and, like, her family and some of their friends. And it's just like a nice small table where he just exchanges pleasantries and has people involved in his life. And I feel like that is at core the best you can get to the spirit of Christmas in the sense that they're trying to explain it. Yeah. I I think I like the 2001 better Mm -hmm. because with this one, uh, the Grinch is an edgelord where he's like, yes. oh, yeah, whatever. And then, like, he finds the lesson there, but it's like, okay, you're already a good guy. You just need someone to reach out and, yeah. like, be with you. The 2000 Grinch, <laughs> that guy's an incel. <laughs> 2000 Grinch is more fun to watch just how destructive he is. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, because this new Grinch is nicer, I do already like him better. Yeah. But and, that is part of the problem with the Grinch. But in 2000, it's more of a, this guy's so bad, and, like, he's like he's not pleasant to be around. Mm-hmm. And because of Christmas and people, like, just trying to accept him, that he finally feels accepted, and, like, he's able yeah. to interact and become a better person because of it. And it's, like, he does a 180 in the 2001, and the 2018 one, he does, like, a 45 to 90 yeah. instead of, like... You know, he was halfway there already. The way that I would argue for that is that, like, it's taking the character of the Grinch and being like, everybody has the capacity for kindness in them, you just need a little push. Mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, the other one is like, uh, evil people can be turned in their ways. And I think both are good lessons to have because everybody, you know, everybody should be good. I don't know, maybe maybe I'm just partial to those kind of stories where it's like, oh, you're almost there. You can just do it if you tried. Uh... Because, yeah, it always feels weird to me that, like, in a 90-minute movie, someone who's completely one personality just becomes something else entirely. That's fair. he's not really that different in the 2000 movie. He's still kind of an asshole. He, but at least he gives Christmas back. You know what I was saying? Like, um, the stuff that the Grinch does in this movie feels below him. Mm-hmm. I just don't see the Grinch in 2000s doing the stuff that he does in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's more like, yeah, he's going to... Like, in the 2000s one, he sneaks down and, like, ties Sidney Lou up to, like, the wall with wrapping paper or yeah, something. Yeah, he ties her in, like, a, a present. And, like, yeah. she has to be unwrapped. And in that one, he just saves Sidney Lou from getting crushed, right? Something around that? that? Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, she falls down and is yeah. about to get, like, pushed down, something like that. So we already sort of see, like, all right, he's well, got he's some... Gonna, yeah. He's not going to let a little girl die. Yeah, that's I don't not think necessarily a capacity for kindness. That's just like this is blood on my hands. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. That's his save yeah. the cat moment. But you know, I, um, I, I don't think either are very good. And it's by saying I like this one better. It's a it's a smidge. It's okay. a smidge in, it's I think on IMDb this one's a six point three and the other one's a six point one, mm. and that's kind of how I do it. Okay. So it's like it's barely. I think this two thousand eighteen is barely better. I can see that. I think the uh, message is a bit more clear in the 2001, too. Yeah. And I also like the uh, let's not be materialistic, because that's not really shown in this one. No. This, where Yeah, this one, everybody's nice all the time. And it does, it's tough to say, because then when you return material, but then you return material objects to people who were materialistic before, they don't really learn a lesson. Uh, that's fair. Because then, because again, like there is like the, you know, the excess and like the opulence of like the 2001 where it's like, and everything's big, which is part of why I like this one where it, yeah, there's a Christmas tree and there's some presents, but it like, it's a lot more toned down. Yeah. But which I feel like is supposed to be the meaning of Christmas. Tone it down. explained. <laughs> Here's my meaning of Christmas. Uh, but yeah, that's, it's, it's really, it's pulling, pulling, uh, Hairs or whatever the phrase is. Yeah, pulling, uh, not pulling teeth. But how about that Benedict Cumberbatch is the voice of the Grinch? 
<sighs> Man, I it's fine. I had pretty high hopes for it. Uh, he's too playful is the thing. Like, if he did do, like, the small growly voice yeah. and, like, sort of tried to do something similar, like, intimidate others, like how... Uh, the original animated Boris Karloff one. Like he, that guy's mean. You can just hear it from his voice, you know? The weird thing is, at certain points I forgot who was voicing him, and I thought it was Bill Hader. I could see that, yeah. Like, uh, like <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch's American accent kind of just sounds like <laughs> Bill Hader. That's fair. Especially in like, certain parts of the movie, it felt like he was being like, what? This is wacky. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, the... It's like, yeah, whenever Bill Hader does, like, big characters, I felt like B.C. was sounding like B.H. Mm, that's fair. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there's not much to complain about. He was fine. It just was not menacing. Yeah, I just, and I think that's just the material that he was given, you mm-hmm. know? And he was directed this way, so yes. someone told him to act like this. And I actually do think Bill Hader would have been a better, better choice for this Grinch than Cumberbatch. Yeah. Well, I think because he, he had Bill Hader such the vocal range that at certain points he could go kind of down lower and menacing. Yeah. And then for wacky ones, be like, what is the craziest <laughs> happening? That's not a good Bill Hader impression, but you know what I'm going for. Yeah, I do. Yeah, uh, that's my thoughts on it. Should, yeah. Do you have anything else you want to talk about before we get into surgery? No, let, let's, let's dig into this green, hairy body. Okay. Is there anything you want all right off the bat that you want to change? Uh, as much as I did say that I like this version of the Grinch, I agree with you. He needs to do something a lot meaner. Mm-hmm. Like he needs to not be as nice to certain people. Or like do like more. I'm trying to think of like more specifics because I don't want him to. I don't want him to whip Max. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I don't think that he should have uh, as strong a relationship with Max. Yeah. I think it should almost be like reluctant roommates rather than family. Yep, that's good. You're like, Max, pay the frickin' rent. Or the opposite, Grinch, pay the frickin' yeah. rent. Because <laughs> <laughs> also earlier we see Max driving the car and Grinch's head is out the window. Yeah. But I think the uh, the way to go about that is like if, instead of like a thing where it's like, okay, buddy, what do you want to do for the day? It's like, all right, uh, you know, we did my mandated task of playing broody music on the organ. Uh, it's only fair if we do whatever you want to do. Now, what do we do? And he just sets up the chess game and like you cut to them playing chess and Grinch just knocks it over. And it's like, we're not doing that. And he, like, you know, I don't know, gives, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of one other thing. Because, like, if he did something even meaner to, like, the Keenan Thompson guy, too. Yeah. Like, and the guy's still, like, his friend. I feel like that would show even more, like, you know, the power of friendship or Christmas. Uh, the Grinch can destroy Keenan Thompson's ornament that he puts on the tree. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like, I hate Christmas. I hate you. Stop bothering me. And he breaks in, Keenan Thompson, like, oh, I've been working on this for years, or like a, a whole year, and you just broke it. Like, yeah. Well, wow. I think he could even, like, at the big Christmas presentation, because he, like, is in the crowd and, like, gets his PTSD. Yeah. I think he could do something there, like, either, like, tear down the tree or, like, do something menacing to the citizens, because, like, nobody really knows who he is. Like, nobody actually calls him Mr. Grinch until the end. Yeah. Like, it's almost like they don't know he exists. And I kind of liked it better, similar in the 2001, where he's, like, a legend. Yeah. Where, like, people are scared of him. Or if he's not a legend, at least, you know, during the Christmas time, he, like, like rips the tree, like, the 100-foot-tall tree or whatever, and, like, destroys it. And, you know, everyone's a little bit sad. But, you know, they, they go back and they're like, but at least we'll have our own personal Christmases. Yeah. Or, or some something like that. That I and with the two thousand one, it is a lot better because he's such more of a presence because people talk about him. Mm-hmm. And this one, he's just like, oh, I ran out of groceries. Damn, gotta go, gotta go down. <laughs> and then go to town to get my groceries. Yeah, and no one's really like, oh, this guy's in town. It's just like, oh, hey, Mister. And it's not even like that. He, it's just he's there. Well, it should be like the carolers every year try to sing to him. Yeah, and it doesn't work. And like the kids, you know. Uh, are like you know they're pl- doing a snowball fight and they see him and they like get out of the way like you don't have to like do a lot of stuff but just to show that people are either scared of him or that he's mean yeah like not to say that he's because I think it's almost weird to have like a lovable character be like feared mm-hmm. but maybe like you know no one wants to cross him because he's so mean what um what if you know how Santa Claus is always like be be nice and you'll get presents. And then Krampus is always known as like, oh, if you're me, the Krampus is going to get you. What if 
the Grinch is like the Krampus in this universe Ooh. where people are like, don't be mean or the Grinch is going to get you. That'd be kind of fun. And so like, you know, it's all like rumors. It's not like he actually does it, but it's still like, oh, the Grinch, he's coming in town. Be careful, guys. Like, or what if it's like, if you're you know mean to the Grinch, he's going to steal your Christmas. Like that's already a thing that yeah. people think he would do. Yeah. So I like that, that like there's that misconception of like who the Grinch is. And then by the end, he's like, you know what? You want someone who's going to steal Christmas? I'll steal Christmas. Yeah, and it's one of those things where he's like, I, I don't do that. Stop saying that. It's not true. It makes me feel I hate the holidays already. And then it's sort of one of those things where at what point do people say something so much about you that you start believing it? And so he's like, F it. I'll freaking steal Christmas now. Because I like, think that's an even better backstory than him being an orphan. Like, orphans deserve Christmas and stories, too. Yeah. It's, it's a trope. And that was also the story in the 2001 mm-hmm. where if you're trying to make a different story I want that thing where he's people just assume who they think he is right and so he just becomes that person yep. and that's that's a, a good lesson for kids about Christmas and about don't, don't judge people exactly wow good job <laughs> we got, listen we should write children's books yeah <laughs> uh, I'm down, I'm down. Uh, uh, this, this is a weird one okay and you can stop me if this is bad we can cut this out if it's not, it doesn't work but how do you feel about Pharrell Williams as the narrator? Do we need a narrator? Uh, I know it's in tone with the book because it's, you know, mm-hmm. you have the rhyming, you have the guy being like, and the boo bangles and the, and the bojangles. It would be weird to have other people say that out loud, but there are moments of rhyming. I I didn't mind it. I thought it was fine. It, I know some people didn't like it, but I think it's also because it's like, these celebrities are doing the voice now. I, I hate yeah. Pharrell. Like, it's not like an actual criticism of like having a narrator or how he did. It's just to have a point, and I thought he did a fine job. Maybe you thought it was fine. I just feel like I want to do like a story like this where there's just no narrator. I just want it to be from like the Grinch's perspective or like just a regular kind of like third perspective. Mm-hmm. Just because, you know, uh, kids can understand stories if they just happen. Yeah, uh, that's fair. I, I would be interested in seeing a re-edited where they take it out and, like, do the scenes where he's just sort of, like, putting it all together, like, yeah. oh, oh. And yeah, it, it's not, like, like... Like, sound effects and, like, silence. I want to know, like, if that works better than just filling the silence with Pharrell's voice. Yeah, no, that's fair. I, I would, if I was producing this, I would hear that out and mm-hmm. debate it, but... Uh, for what it happened, I didn't think it was terrible. Okay. So this movie changes a lot from the original. Yes. Um, and I don't think that's bad. Um, you know, I would have been pretty tired if I saw this movie for a third time, another <laughs> animated form. But since we sort of have those other two movies that have the same message of like, you know, love Christmas, love your family, don't get sucked up in getting gifts and everything. Yeah. Would you be open to changing this message a little bit? Uh, what do you think the message is in this one? So, and walk, you got to walk with me on this. I'll take the journey. Um, what if the Grinch is Jewish? And so we change the whole idea of the message is now, well, you know, still like love your family, don't be materialistic shit. But also it's like the Grinch feels like, Ah, I'm Jewish, and everyone celebrates Christmas so much, and I, I don't like it because my culture is not being accepted. Like I'm being, no, you don't I, seem to be into uh, this. I just worry because uh, the Jewish people have somewhat been stereotyped as uh, misers and people uh, who okay, don't yeah. enjoy uh, uh, fun things. If it wasn't for the people who made Jewish people look bad. I would think that'd be an interesting idea. Okay, he's not. He doesn't have to be Jewish, but just another religion. Can I he guess? just be atheist? <sighs> I don't know if it works as well if he's an atheist. I just, it's just it's tough to bring religion into something. That's yeah, but they also bring religion into this a bit, like what you were saying with, with the with the songs they yeah. do. But they don't. Yeah, it's not like they're, hey, they're yeah. just Christmas songs. Like they don't actually go into like, huh. I wonder what it means because Christ is now with us. <laughs> it's it's just uh, that's the song that they're singing, and potentially to sell Pentatonix Christmas albums. Uh, I yeah I I do think it's an interesting idea. I think you potentially move into SNL parody situation. 
where it's like, uh, all right, on you know Wednesday night at the table read, it's just like, uh, uh, I think it's celebrity, like Brad Pitt. What if you were a Jewish Grinch? <laughs> Which I think is funny, and I do like it, but I think you'd have a hard time delivering a message with it. So if you want to do just a straight comedy. I think it'd be pretty funny to have a Jewish Grinch. I think we could sort of tackle what people are talking about, though, right now, where people, it's like the war on Christmas. Like, ah, uh, I, Christmas, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to, I'm not saying happy holidays. Like, <laughs> and we have that sort of lesson involved with it. <laughs> I, I, I love, I love the idea and I love the spirit. I don't, I don't know if I'm a hundred percent on board. <laughs> He doesn't have to be... It's just another religion. I should have started yeah. out with the Jewish thing. He just is another religion. Or if it's like the... Or you could even take something... Maybe not religion. Take the Butter Battle book. Okay. And implement something like that. Okay. Where they have a belief system where, like, you know, uh, maybe there actually, like, is... Uh, there There are more Grinches in the world. And yeah. they specifically don't like Christmas. And they think it's because... They're not, like, involved in Christmas because the Who's think that they are the only ones who deserve to have Christmas mm-hmm. and they feel like they're being misjudged for who they are. So maybe something similar like that. Okay. That's why do you, why is this Grinch over at Whoville? Then? Uh, or is like, because he's been ostracized by the other Grinches. Okay. Cause he's, he, he had the original story of like, no, we should be accepting of other cultures yeah, he and was everything. One, he's originally he was trying, trying to be the one to bring okay. everyone together. You know how like people are in politics <laughs> where they're like, it's like, how can we get everyone to come together? And by the end, when they, they're done, they're like, you know what? I'm a libertarian now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's uh, something like that. And then he can't go back to his people because they don't accept him anymore. But he can't be with the Who's because whatever plan he had didn't work out. It might not even be that they actually ostracize him. It's just that something happened where he can't go He can't go back there. So now he's just stuck on the, stuck on the top of Mount Crumpet. Or I guess he could... Hmm. I guess he could just be the only one in on this because it takes place on a snowflake, or is that just like that's, that's only the two thousand? Okay, <laughs> which I do like because if it takes place on a snowflake, do they die every single year and become reborn on a new snowflake? Oof, oof! <laughs> to talking politicals and snowflakes now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. Okay. I I I do like the ideas on that. Um. I just think it would be a nice new yeah. message to talk about too, because you know we are, we've seen there's two other iterations we have of the accepting Christmas stuff, and I think yes. you could still have that there. Um, you know what I think we should do? Mm-hmm. I think we should potentially table a discussion about a new story for the Grinch. And what do you think about doing this as its own podcast someday, where <laughs> we write our own Grinch? Sure, I'm yeah. open to that. I gotta keep the Grinch podcast I, alive. I, I think I think that's. <laughs> The thing, so everybody listening, get ready for next year when, if there's no new Grinch content, we should just do our own Grinch movie. All right. I'm, I'm, we'll have a pitch off. It's, just, it's like yeah. Kingdom Hearts, you know, like we did last year. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, cool. We'll, we'll table this, I guess. <laughs> um, well, I have one other bullet point that I wanted to talk about. It's not, like, a huge thing, but, like, what if the Grinch... His birthday was on the 25th. <laughs> and that was a reason why he hated oh, Christmas. Oh, he keeps getting overshadowed yeah. because it's Christmas? Yeah. Oh, that's a real thing. I actually think that that's, that's kind of cute. I like that. And then we find out that Sydney Lou Who's birthday is on Christmas, too. But she loves Christmas because everybody gets to be happy on her birthday. Yeah, exactly. And all of her friends and family are there. And it feels like an event for her. And rather than, hey, guys, it's... It, my, the Grinch is like, my buddies, I'm 21, let's go somewhere. And guys are like, ah, we're with a family, man. Maybe on New Year's. Listen, we'll do eggnog shots for you, uh, but we can't hang out right now. Yeah, there's no bars open right now either, <laughs> man. Uh, okay, yeah, that that was my last uh, thought. Maybe. All right, I, I like that one. I Again, not that I don't think kids should talk about religion. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, anything else you want to tackle on uh, this? Nothing really. It really was all small stuff that we kind of had to take care of for, yeah. for stuff. Is Grinch is too nice. He needs to be more of a presence in town. Uh, and it needs to be the Grinch's birthday. But, like, his motivation <laughs> needs to be a little bit different than 
I was an orphan. Yeah, and I'm pretty tired of the orphan stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm I guess tired of orphans. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe like he just came from a bad family that never liked the holidays because yeah. something bad. Like, all right, uh, uh, yeah. He comes from an agnostic home. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like celebrate Christmas if you want. I don't fucking care. <laughs> exactly. Okay, well, this has been a fun ride about all these Grinch iterations. The only thing we haven't talked about is the Horton Hears a Who animated special. Oh, uh, yeah. And the Grinch only pops up for a millisecond on that, so I don't think we're going to talk about that. Also, it's debated if it is the Grinch or not, but, mm-hmm. you know, if you look at pictures, it is. It is I've gone on my Grinch fa- or Gr- What is it? Grinchfacts.com? Yeah, it's like Grinch Facts where we, where we find out how old he is. Yeah. <laughs> 53 years old. That's crazy. Um, okay, so if you guys are liking what we're saying, want to keep following us, make sure to subscribe to the Dr. Script Podcast on anywhere you're listening to this now. Uh, we have a Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just uh, Facebook and Twitter. Or, sorry. Facebook and Instagram is just Dr. Script. Um, follow us that for our newest content. We have a Twitter that is Dr. Script Podcast, to like Dr. Script Podcast. And yeah. Please do all those things. Give us five stars on iTunes. Uh, if you don't want to give us five stars on iTunes, just don't give any stars at all. It's fine. <laughs> uh, but please do that. Leave reviews. Tell us what you're thinking. Uh, we, we love to hear your ideas. Uh, no matter how many times those ideas have been said. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, if you're more into... If you want more Grinch content, just go through. We've done literally every Grinch that has ever been made. Yes, please go back to all our old stuff. Uh, and then come back to this one so you can hear the journey yeah. that we've taken. We're not tired of the Grinch yet. We're ready for more. Hell no. Uh, quick, what's your power rankings for all the Grinch stuff? Ooh, power rankings for all Grinch. Yeah. Uh, OG 66. Yep. Uh, then probably this one. Okay. Then, uh, I guess, 2000. Grinch v. Cat in the Hat. And even lower, 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 <laughs> the Grinch Halloween special. If you guys want to hear my utter, utter <laughs> hatred for something, please go back to the Grinch Halloween special. Yep, mine is uh, OG 66, I would say 2000s, this one, uh, Grinch Vee Hat, and uh, Halloween special yeah. too. Halloween Sorry. special, I actually have fonder memories of that than I probably should. Remember the Grinch has a mom? That one's in the cat in the cat and hat, yeah. yeah. And Jeremiah, is that the guy's, the kid's I mean, name kid, from? Uh, it's like Jebediah. Jebediah, yeah, God. How could we not get an Easter egg of a Jebediah in, in any three of these things? Maybe he is in there. Maybe we just didn't notice him. Mm, damn. Whoa, get, check those Grinch facts for All you. All right, well, we'll be back next year with more <laughs> Grinch facts. Uh, <laughs> uh, but we'll also be back later with more Dr. Script. Heck yeah. All right, see you guys.